Hey, this is Lucky from a grim podcast, A Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. Here at the Professional Casual Network, there are three things we love. Gaming, providing quality content, and our beloved patrons. Starting this holiday season, we're excited to be providing our patrons with bonus content, including NPCs and monsters you can include in your very own games. Patrons at the $5 tier and up can look forward to fresh, original NPCs and monsters made by one of our own PCN cast members. This bonus content will be usable with the Pathfinder or WFRP systems. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Episode 92... It's so weird to start with 90 now. Like, that's crazy. We're so close to 100. The 90s were 30 years ago. Stop Stop it. That's weird. That's how long you guys have been married, right? (laughs) Practically. It fucking feels like it some days. Sorry. Wow, thanks. In the best possible way, Uh because we finished each other's sentences. Sentences. That's what I was going to say. Sandwiches. Watched a lot of Frozen recently. (laughs) Yeah. Frozen and Encanto back and forth. Yeah. You could do worse for kids' movies that you have to watch over and over again. Absolutely. Yo, get them started on Iron Giant, though, if you want to treat yourself. Mm. Mm. Start that Vin Diesel early. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) The start of the pandemic, we watched Cars, Cars 2, and Frozen 2. So over many and times. over and over again. Yeah, so I've, many times. I've done my my time with cars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thirteen <laughs> years of it in Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just watch Monsters Inc. every time they want to watch a movie that is bad? We just put Monsters Inc. on again. Get Billy Crystal in here. I'd be okay with that. That's John Goodman. I like John Goodman a lot. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. John Goodman. We watched a lot of Monsters. Uh, go to or Monsters University. Ah, that was good too. And Wreck It yep. Ralph and Big Hero Six, which I, I adore those movies. Big oh Hero yeah, Six, they're great. Ralph. Hell we yeah. watched the first episode of the Monsters Inc. show, and then I just never watched more of it. Like it started out perfectly fine. Yeah, wasn't bad by any means. I just never watched more. But it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, it's a good era to be a, a child adult. Yeah. Mm. Oh, for sure. Hell yeah. Everything that was like popular when we were kids is coming back because they know that we'll sell it to our kids. Yep. Like, hey, watch, you know, He-Man with me. I've never watched He-Man. He-Man was kind of before our time, yeah. but the the new revamp of it on Netflix was pretty good. Very good. It, it suffered from part one came out, and I was like, this is good. Like, reimagining, kind of continuing the story of the Masters of the Universe with a more modern lens. And then there was a big pause before part two. And then Arcane came out in the middle. Oh, yeah. And then Arcane was like, this is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then part two of Masters of the Universe came out. I'm like, this is shit compared to Arcane. Yeah, no one cares about that. Yeah. Luckily, they already struck gold with She-Ra, so I'm not too worried about the legacy there. That one was good, too. Lily watched a lot of that. I'm going to be playing League of Legends tomorrow at time of recording with some of the patrons. And oh. I, I haven't played PvP in League of Legends in a very, very long time. And did for the I'm going to have to learn how to play it real quick so I can sni- stream snipe you and grief you. <laughs> So I played today for the very first time and I got to play Victor, which I was super excited about. Oh, yeah. And I we you, I even won the the, the game. Wow. So I was like, oh, I'm good. All right. I don't need to play again. <laughs> I'm good forever. <laughs> Sorry, Victor. And I'm out. Yep. Peace. Just deuces. I can't talk good enough about it. No, wait. It's I can't talk it up good. enough. Like, if you haven't watched Arcane on Netflix yet, do it. And if you haven't listened to a podcast about it, you can go over to fancybat.com and check out one <laughs> on the Carton cast. True. 
Anything we had a very cool say. guest on that for for that very cool episode. He's kind of a dick, but you can struggle through it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, yeah, watching that and then the other part of uh, Masters of the Universe came out a few like a month after and a few weeks after or something like that. And it was just like, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not arcane. I can't help but compare everything to that. Yeah, now. it just, is tough. Oof. But it was cool, too. I mean, it's no Queer Eye, but OK. <laughs> queer Eye is really good. I mean, I know it's not Bluey, but it's not Bluey. Oh, my we God. We will literally watch Bluey for hours as a family. We had New it's Year's. Wild. I yep. had the flu and we I got to get on that. I felt terrible and we watched Bluey for like three hours. It was crazy. <laughs> Everybody was so happy about it. It was great. It was a, it was a nice chill <laughs> like night. Literally, like everyone was just like, this is what we're doing for three hours on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Kids ate a bunch of shrimp and we watched Bluey. <laughs> yep. got- a family tradition. <laughs> it will be now. Uh, I got drunk with a couple other people, and we all screamed in Waluigi's voice for a few hours while playing Mario Party. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, if you want to join those games like uh, League of Legends with Tim with the patrons, you need to join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash professional casual. Get all kinds of awesome stuff. Uh, every tier gets access to our Discord, which is I can't even keep up. While we're playing the game, it's it's awesome. We have people sh- sharing all kinds of like painting of models stuff. We had a so like good. year end challenge and now we have like kind of like new year, new army sort of. But like, yeah, kind of a challenge to, to start something and share it in there. We have a channel for most anything. And I, almost every time somebody suggests a new channel, Tim has it up in minutes. And they're really well organized. <laughs> they are. Nice. I like that they're like categorized and stuff. I like that. Yeah. I'm not saying that to be a snot. I know you got some grief for it, but. Yeah, listen, I get shit no matter what I do. That's why it's just hard, sometimes hard to discern. Yeah. yeah true. I mean, genuinely, I like the other day I was scrolling through and I was like, oh, he tidied up. Okay. You got to compliment him. That's how you get through the noise. Right. Actually, yeah. If there's a way to shut me up. It's normally to compliment me. And then I'm like, stupid. This is actually really good, Tim. Oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> what now? Uh, we have all kinds of benefits there. If you get video at the $5 tier, you get uh, NPCs and monsters. You can choose WFRP or Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We get at $5 tier, you can get episodes a week early. Mm. Patrons listen to this episode last week. You can hang out with Danny once a month in the Discord. Yeah. 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 And what I love about it, right, so you get access to the Discord, which I was not familiar with until we started this. And then it's like legitimately some of these people... Like are our friends, mm-hmm. but then they're also getting so many other benefits. So you could say if you join our Patreon, right? Mm-hmm. It's like being friends with benefits. Yeah. That's Where great. are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to start hosting. Um, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but uh, in January. Okay. So January I started doing like a once a month Patreon hangout. And that'll be at the $20 tier, yeah? So And above. $20 and up, yeah, because we've got our... King Ding Doppeldongers. King Ding Doppeldonger, mm. where if you're part of that very exclusive tier, you get to play games with us mm. every six months. And I think we wanted to throw some, like, homebrew stuff at people, yeah? Yeah, they're going to help us playtest some Which different is awesome. adventures and things. So if you like settling the Southlands, like, that's Dan's homebrew, you could be part of... Our experiment. You could experiment with your friends with benefits. That will be another benefit soon. Once I finish writing it, it'll be on, available to patrons as well as a PDF. This was so many people's high school aspirations. Heavy petting. Yep. <laughs> what? Love it. Love it. As they say, the Discord is a time for experimentation. Yep. Absolutely. Totally. So join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash professional casual. Join the Patreon. Let us know what you think of the show or or shows. Give us a call. 603-803-3235 is our like voicemail. You can also text us there, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll read. We'll play voicemails out on the show like we did a couple weeks ago. We can read out voicemails or, or texts if you want. Uh, also, you can mail us stuff. You can send us stuff in snail mail if you want. At uh, P.O. Box G, 
as in Gapapa, West Oneana, New York, 13861. Or you can just email us if you want to send electronic mail at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. All kinds of cool stuff. We'd love to hear from people. Absolutely love hearing from people. Yeah, love it mm. when people reach out. Love, love, love it. It doesn't always have to be. I get messages and stuff all the time. People are like, hey, you forgot this or you didn't do that. Or you got you the, messed the, up. And it's always appreciated. Mm -hmm. As long as it's not like, hey, you're dumb. You did this wrong. And then I'm like, oh, I'm dumb. Oh, I, but I haven't I ever got one like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeffy apologize. Do you know what happens when he puts half and half in his coffee? <laughs> he can't be held accountable for anything that happens for three days after. Three days. Good three boy. days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's gnarly. Mm. So. Mm. Bump, bump. I have a review. Yeah. Somebody left for us. This was left by an anonymous user. We know who it is. It's not JB this time uh, because we've heard this story from this listener before, but they wanted to share it on a review. So thank you so much. So they wrote immersive as hell. So instead of just praising it, I'll tell you what happened to me listening to it a long time ago and contains light spoiler or slight spoiler. But if you've gotten to this part, it's not a spoiler. It happened when our heroes air quotes appropriate uh, were at a fair called the Schaffenfest <laughs> and it was time for the wrestling the taunting began and I was very immersed and laughed so hard I missed the train I missed the train station no biggie the next stop is only 30 kilometers away or 20 miles and trains leave every 30 minutes plot twist I am the train engineer <laughs> <laughs> The about 150 people who were supposed to get off at aforementioned station were now uh, and now had to wait for the train back. Weren't impressed. Keep up the good work. Oh, I remember cool. when this first told us this story and I was like, oh, no, we are touching hearts and touching lives here. <laughs> Please don't get fired because of us. That's like uh, what uh, Crowley did in Good Omens, where he just like made like a bunch of people late for work and that was his big act of evil for the day. <laughs> yeah. So the devil is now working through us. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Essentially. <laughs> we gotta let you all on fire now. Wow. I'm just kidding. Just brought that down. Just kidding. Whist. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, Alrighty. Plot twist. You're on the river. But it's not the Reich. What? What? what been, so are we on a different book now? Because the book that we're playing through is called Death on the Reich. Death on the Stir. Yeah. I think when you're on a boat, it's starboard. Mm. <laughs> uh, but you guys have been sailing up the Stir for the last six, six and a half days. You exactly got, seven. Thank you. <laughs> exactly seven. And we've gotten to where uh, it's opened up a little bit. It had been a 90 foot wide chasm, 600 feet tall oh cliffs on either side. You've been sailing down. It's been raining on and off, of course, here and there since you're in the Empire. It rains all the time. I have a question. Mm -hmm. So the area that's like above this chasm, like on both sides, you said it's how far up? 600 feet. 600 feet. What's the area or the lands that are on both sides of the chasm? Like, is it the region? Yeah. Is Talibic land. Talibic land. Does Talibic land deal with tourists? The same, the same thing that like everyone else does. Do they deal with beast men and mutants? Oh, yeah. And like yeah. orcs and stuff? Yeah. They have orcs there? Sometimes. So this could be kind of like an orc chasm. <laughs> 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 Should have known that you were going somewhere oh, like that. Man, but didn't that was see good. it till it was just in front of me. Uh, but yeah, you had just passed these giant megaliths, these huge Ogham stones with some kind of ancient writing on them. And currently, Bruno and Lucky have the skittish creature trait where any big loud noise or some unexpected magic will cause them to be broken. Well, so I'm not 100% on whether I'm going to potentially take this mutation out. I would like to know a little bit more about how big are these things? Is this something we're sailing by or is this like something we're going to be around for for a while? You understand that you have entered some huge druidic circle. Okay. Where these megaliths were put here thousands of years ago for something. 
I mean, because you're like JB said, you're not sure exactly why I t- had only Mina, Bruno, and Lucky test, but there's a particular reason. I do often feel super unwelcome anyway, so I don't think that I would have the wherewithal to feel like I should take on more corruption to get rid of it. So I guess I'll just, I'll saddle up with this. Would Carl have had to test for this? Would Carl have, Carl is still on the boat. Yeah. He is sailing the boat. Mm -hmm. He did not have to test. Mm. Hmm. Neither did Doubling. It's because he's made of wood. Carl's made of wood? She asked if Wood Carl would have to. As compared to Flesh Carl or... And he's a gingy. Mm -hmm. Not that we can tell anymore because now he has no face or head hair. That's true. Hmm. Just that carpet. I think that this druidic area is... um... Shoot, what's the word? I don't know. It's targeting us because we're technically mutants. So, well, if you want to put a fine point on it, I mean, Danny is saying this. I mean, it was <laughs> right. So um, you remember my friend Rolf, right? The one that you murdered. Mm, um, I don't recognize that. He once got <laughs> kicked out of class. We were in a cartography lesson mm. at our school because he drew a dick on the map. Drew a dick. Drew a dick. Wow. The dad puns are just. I'm wow. sorry. I'm not regular drunk this week. I'm food <laughs> drunk. I ate way too much. <laughs> Too many taquitos. Very full. <laughs> taquitos. <laughs> They're really good taquitos, too. That is just what happens when he gets all nervous. This is why I don't eat real food, guys. You can't force this on me. I just get all loopy. My blood sugar's all out of whack. Mm. You'll eat until you're big enough to land a, land a woman. I don't like it. <laughs> you are aware. Bruno and, and Lucky are aware of themselves feeling this way. Obviously, you don't know that he... Each other are until something could potentially happen. Maybe you'd be like, oh, you're scared, too. I'm just thinking my, you know, when I get like really nervous, my elbows itch. So this is these itchiness is going all the way down my forearms. I think I'm just full. Oh, you know, you get like sweaty and itchy. Mm. I don't (laughs) probably just take a nap. Wait for it to be over. Good. We have to go up like a series of locks now, right? No, there are no locks. There are no locks, right? Oh, yeah, we got to tie off. Either. Yeah. Uh, well, you once you go past the the megalith, there you are back in the chasm. Ah. Kind of closes back in. Ah, gotcha. Hmm. Um, and we're already making an easy perception test. It's closing in. Around. Plus forty. And what's which one of these is perception? Uh, if she doesn't have perception, you'd be rolling against her initiative. Which oh, okay. High. Five successes. Woo. Damn, girl. I got four. Okay. I missed it by one. Oh, jeez. No. I got four. Positive? Yes. <laughs> Be really impressive if you get four negative on an easy test. Don't tempt him like that. Right. <laughs> uh, so it was easy because you see a horse floating down the river. Towards oh, you. it's it- a seahorse. Oh, look at that. Is it dead? Looks pretty dead. Oh, why would you? Why? Why would you waste all that meat? That's so mean. It looks a little bloated. Can Is there a, like an obvious cause of death looking at it? Like probably the river. <laughs> it's not like all bloody and torn okay. up or anything like that. that. It's really just floating on its side. But huh. you see it has um, like a saddle and tack on it. Wow. Oh, I mean, there might be something in that saddle and tack. Yes, perhaps someone who can uh, swim should go and get it. Or like has a boat hook. I don't even think you need to go in the river. Oh, that's true. Can we reach it with a boat hook? Do have somebody with a boat hook who's who's deft at these things. Oh, he can't hear it. <laughs> so he, yeah. So Carl will will steer it towards the horse, and he'll reach over the edge with his boat hook and grab onto the the girdle, and he'll pull it over. Um, he'll need some. It's a horse, obviously. Yes. It's very heavy. You can't just pull it up into the boat. No, not the whole horse, just the saddle. Is, I hold it up enough for you to get the saddle off. Yes, it's a help with the saddle bags. Wait, hold on. Uh, to see whether we should deploy Bruno or Mina, are there buckles? <laughs> yes. All right. All right, Mina, it is. Okay. Right. Yeah, you see, it has some saddle bags. You can. I'll hold on to your ankles, right? And you can. 
you know, <laughs> get over the side there. I feel very uncomfortable. You have very thick ankles, though. It's probably right. actually a great anchor point. <sighs> my sisters always teased me for my ankle girthiness. I wish I, my ankles were that girthy. can hardly put my whole hand around them. Yeah. I'm well rooted. They always said, mm-hmm. and sees that well rooted to sees that. Okay, I will reach over and I will undo the buckles All right, for you the can saddle. Pull the saddle bag up. Goodbye. Goodbye, little horsey, and I will pat its little booty. <laughs> it feels like a little squishy. Oh, here. so disgusting! I always wanted bloated. the horse when I was a small child. Well, now you got one. Yeah, free well, horse. I want a living horse. I want one to ride and feel the. The wind in my hair as I Baggers gallop around, but there's choosers. nowhere to gallop and seize that. Some marshy water. Carl unhooks the thing and lets the horse continue floating down the river. Oh, that was good meat. You would not want to eat that meat. It's too spongy. Mm, Waterlogged. You could drink it. I don't know yeah. how to. I don't know how to cook that meat anyway. Horses are just far too big to be appetizing. Mm. So what's in the saddlebag? We're going to check it out. All right. You open it up. You find uh, two weeks worth of iron rations, but they're all soaked through and useless, not really edible anymore. Who packs rations? <laughs> Who eats iron? <laughs> uh, you see sorted pieces of clothing. Oh. Seems like. Uh, did, does the... <laughs> Do the items of clothing indicate the person's like occupation or station in life? Uh, not so much occupation or station, but if you take them out and open them up, they look of like a female cut. Mm-hmm. Is there any other identifying things in there or just some rations and some clothes? Uh, you do see a, a sealed oil skin packet Ooh. with a seal on it that looks fairly familiar. <gasps> How many seals have you guys met? More than you would think. Yeah, I think, yeah, several. Is it it the weird star one? Right, wasn't there like weird stars? Is it a hand? No, not a hand. Lynn, do you know this symbol? Let me take a look. What am I looking at? Recognizes it looks like a crown with like the poofy parts. You saw on a ring. I think at least Lucky saw on a ring. I think I think most of you saw this before. Hmm. I feel like we're on the right track. Interesting. Well, let us open the pouch. What's inside? Uh, so it's you open it up and there is a map. <gasps> it's a map. It looks very familiar. Oh, uh, it's this region of the Empire. OK. And you see where the signal tower would be you figure out pretty quick is marked on the map and then here where the barren hills would be is circled mm-hmm. very similar to what you found in the signal tower oh okay so maybe this is a talca's horse and she's already maybe she's already been a tackles ahead of us right we're trying to catch yeah. up to her yes. yeah this is like that you know when you like uh you know bring a boat to like a new place you like burn it when you get there to raise morale for the men so, so that like everyone feels like they can't go back so she brought a horse to a new place and killed it and pushed it in the river uh-huh but she has to go on land you didn't notice any wounds on the horse hmm. uh, but lucky and bruno mm-hmm. you're looking at this map you do realize that it's the signal tower is labeled but not as the signal tower it's labeled dagmar's observatory dagmar it's called didn't we find something with that name on it? Or have something? Was that? It sounds familiar. Dagmar? Or there was writing or books, maybe, mm. at the signal tower that had? Oh, there were. Yeah. Dagmar in it? Uh, so, I mean, Dagmar. that makes sense. I could remember really hard. Wait, can I make, like, an intelligence check to see if I remember this, or? Sure. Are you going to tell me either way? I don't know. Sounds familiar. <laughs> I might have an uncle named Dagmar. <laughs> Could be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I just heard a guy say, ah, we're not that dag far away. <laughs> so. So how far are we from uh, the these barren hills marked on this map? 
Is this kind of the, the course that we were already set on? Are we kind of like, is this more of a confirmation or does this give her finer, uh, give us finer information on uh, kind of where we were headed? It looks like it's confirming what you thought you were doing. Okay. Um, you, the bear, the, where it's circled and labeled Barren Hills is to the north. Okay. So we're at Long the point now north. where we effectively have to tie off, right? And head on land north? Uh, you well, you know that the the next river is at that the con- that confluence with the big waterfalls. You have not reached yet. Oh, we're not we're not at yeah. the uh, okay. Hmm. Now I've never met this uh, Talca. Don't know anything about her. <laughs> but is she the type to just leave a horse if she needed to get out of the tower again? Like, why would she go there and then just let the horse go? I mean, honestly, it kind of tracks. She had this huge fancy tower built, bought an entire mine, and then just kind of abandoned it. Yep. Let the goblins move in. Kind of didn't care. Left you there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see why you blocked that out. Uh, tiara. Yeah. It's wonderful. So, well, that's irresponsible. <laughs> it is. It's very wasteful. Uh, we should we should go give her a piece of my mind. Yeah. Actually, I don't remember what your business with her is, but I think that she could use a stern talking to. Sit down. One-on-one, one-on-five. And just lay in. I hope that'll be the case. Yes, that would be lovely. I could just speak to her very harshly with this sword. Mm -hmm. But from a place of love. Mm. Correct. Because you don't convince them if there's no love involved. Yes, love of scouring the earth of chaos and cultists. Love in all its forms is beautiful. Uh, Bruno, while they're talking about this, I'm going to have you make an intelligence test. I'm intelligent. Yeah, isn't no. That's no. It's an average check. He said, "Average." Why didn't? Why is he in combat or under duress? Right. So that's that's two negative success levels. Ah, okay. Can I make an intelligence check? Uh, actually, yeah, you can too. Yeah. You read stuff before. Well, you I, could, wait, when did you learn how to read? Like a few weeks ago at this point. Before Vickendorf? Yes. Okay. Wait. Maybe. I can't remember. I can't remember. No. I think Bruno taught you after. Way. It was during Vickendorf, wasn't it? No, it was when we left. It was on the boat when we left Vickendorf. Oh, okay. So never mind. You can't make that test. But I got four success levels. Okay. I rolled a seven. Well, okay. Because you guys would have talked, talked about this. You remember the name Dagmar... Uh, from Dagmar's observatory from when you guys were in the Temple of Sigmar in Vickendorf. And Bruno was reading through a whole bunch of stuff and you guys were talking about it and you found out that there a hundred years ago or more, there was somebody named Dagmar von Wittgenstein. Oh, yeah! He was the brother of the local baron who went on an expedition into the barren hills and brought back a big crate. Mm. And things kind of went downhill from there. And that's when everything... Yes. Yeah. Okay. But now you learn the signal tower is also known as Dagmar's Observatory. Mm. Oh. Unconnected. Stars above. There's Dagmar's all over the place. It's such right. a common name. It's like it's like Carl or Franz. <laughs> so, so... Yeah. Franz von Wittgenstein. Yeah, actually, he's also Dagmar without a K. Mm. So... Dagmar with the C. Dagmar with the C. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Interesting. But all right, so find that stuff on the horse. Horse floats on. You guys continue sailing up. The horse floats on anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. So fine. what if this is. There's a lot of things you could kind of project from this, right? Mm. Like Atelka headed up this way with some other guy. I don't think you were drunk, but you may have been unconscious. Oh. Atelka left with some other person. We thought it might have been my dad at first. We haven't necessarily ruled that out, but okay. it's there. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and That's coming back to me. I forget any of the st- description we heard of it, but maybe she no longer has a use for whoever that is. Oh, maybe th- that, maybe and, this isn't Atelka's horse. Maybe it's her companion. Oh, I thought you were going to say she turned that person into a horse and then killed them push him in the river. Oh, but it, you did say a lady cut clothes. So, I mean, that, that tracks for a telco. Maybe. If she could turn someone into a horse, why didn't she turn herself into a horse and then turn out of it when she got to the tower? Maybe she turned herself into a horse, and that's why she put 
her clothes in the saddlebag and then something bad happened to her when she was a horse. We just let Atelka go. This wasn't that the horse. Oh, man. Listen to the doctor. He's, he's got three degrees. But le- legitimately, true. maybe something bad already happened to Atelka from whoever she was traveling with. Because mm. this, between that symbol and the lady cut clothes, it could be her. Okay. I mean, I also wear lady cut clothes sometimes, too. So, I mean, I guess it doesn't really. They do fit better. Look darling they in do. them. They're just cooler. More color options. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, the only way to tell is to keep following this upriver and see if uh, we see any more sign of her or anybody else, really. Uh, uh, what's the use of the observatory that she'd be interested in? Well, there was a door underneath the observatory that we couldn't get into. We're missing a single key. Hmm. A magic key, too. Right. Yes. Um, but there was, uh, yeah, something strange about that tower. There's something else oh, so, there. Oh, so just observatories are related to the, um, to the, to the nasty business that you, mm. you kids were in beforehand. We, yes. Yeah, we yeah. believe so. It it's seems like connected. they're, they're tracking the big, scary, ugly green moon. Mm. It makes me feel bad. Yeah. The moon does. Mm-hmm. And it winks at Bruno. It does. Makes my elbows itch. So itchy. Uh, I wonder if this is the same Dagmar who brought a big crate back to Vickendorf and then bad things started to happen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, wait. Yeah. So I guess I'm just putting that together. Literally the clues that we've had and have been talking about. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Vickendorf is somehow related to the observatory. Yeah. Yes. All of these because Dagmar was a von Wittgenstein. Yeah. And he came out here to the barren hills and then brought something back. And then that is when there starts to be decline. I don't like that all of this stuff is connected. Hmm. But if we can solve this, then maybe we can solve that. If we can find out what it was he brought back 100 years ago. Yeah. You know, there might be some answers to that in the observatory. And maybe we'll find that other key and then we'll be able to, um, you know, finish that side quest and get some more experience, level up, you know. Uh, Mina's drunk, Bruno. Mm. <laughs> Something about seeing seahorses probably set her off. I was walking the horse as a child. <laughs> I know this you did, a- sweetie. And I pat your arm. This is exactly what my mother warned me would happen to my horse. Just <laughs> I know, I know. Water. She's a whore. <laughs> she truly is. <laughs> So as you're talking, Carl continues sailing you guys up the river and eventually after a few miles past the megaliths, you see the canyon opens up again into a big basin and you hear almost deafening roar of two huge waterfalls, one to the east, one to the north. Which path do we follow? Unterbaum. Now in these barren hills, like there's not um, there's not a whole lot of like settlements and such, huh? Well, they're called the Barren Hills, probably for a good reason. And there's a bunch of bears in them. And pills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't forget about the bear pills. All right, so you said these are, this is like where the river splits? So you know um, from looking at these maps that you found and, and talking with people and being part of the empire here that the, the river stir comes from the east mm-hmm. there so that it falls into this basin from the east from the north the river Narn is flowing south to this basin and falling down into it so we want to keep going east you want to go north no. this is this is your your intersection to turn north gotcha. but obviously you're not gonna be able to bring your boat up the waterfall because that's a waterfall you do see to the south there's a series of locks Oh. Heading up to the River Stir. There we go. But we don't want to go the River Stir. We want to go Narn. So is there anywhere for us to like dock and get out? You do see a small dock. You can see on the map there, there's a little brown thing jutting out. Um, there's like a little cave beyond the dock. I love caves. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Why not? <laughs> 
So as you're checking out the, the base in here and you see that kind of dock area, um, you notice there is a person um, sitting there fishing. It's Elka? Uh, a little far away to tell from here. I, I'm going to shoot him just in case. <laughs> no! <laughs> Uh, so as you get close enough to be able to shoot, because it only has a range of like 20 yards, uh, the person looks over, they see you coming and they kind of stand up and wave, smile, looks like a uh, like a teen girl. Hello, dearie. Anything biting? And not today. I'm glad there's not a whole squad of these teen girls. <laughs> Catch this rope. And I toss the rope from the boat. The whole thing? Her, yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> She just like steps out of the way and lets it land on the dock and then kind of grabs it. Hey, good throw, Bruno. Yeah, it's all in the arms. It went on the dock this time. I uh, did share a picture of this person in the, the Discord chat. You want oh. to take a look? Oh. Hey, cutie. Important enough to have a picture. All right. Cute Maybe little voodoo doll you got there. <laughs> I used to have one of those and then I went to jail. Mm. Ooh, she's had a hard life. But yeah, she grabs the rope and she tries to tie it off there as best she can. And she said, oh, did I tie it on here? You're not heading up the lock? Uh, no, we're heading um up the Narn. Oh, yeah. You can tie off here. No problem. All right, good. Thank you, dearie. Have you seen anyone come through here uh, that looks a little like the description of Itelka that I just now give her? <laughs> uh, well, we don't have many visitors here, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. But, she would have uh, looked like a woman. Yeah. Uh, probably wearing a dress. Ah. Uh, much prettier than this one. And I point to Mina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit prettier than uh, this one. And I point to Lucky. <laughs> uh, just a smidge. <laughs> um, prob- probably, maybe. I, we've had some people recently. Yeah. Can you describe their facial features in great uh, detail? Uh, I can't, but maybe um, if you talk to the Elda in town. Who's the Elda? The El- oh, Vorster. Vorster the Elda. Okay. Yeah, he knows all the goings on. Is is town through the cave? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could call. I'll, I'll walk you up. All right. It's an Unterbaum. 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 Hey, we saw a horse flown down the river, too. Did someone lose a horse? That's a weird place for a horse. That was my exact words that I, someone else said. Yeah, uh, it could have been them. Huh? Yeah, there's a Ford uh, on the Narn. Some people, they, they take the locks up to the stir and then they take they forward over the Narn. And sometimes there's a little bit too much water for them and they get swept over. Oh, man. So it could have happened to that horse. Sometimes. All these sailing words. Sometimes Too much for my little head. I was raised on a, on a lake instead of a river. It's just, you don't have to worry about locks or anything yeah. like that. Uh, the town I grew up in, the water wasn't super great anyway. We really couldn't afford a lot of anything. Ford. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that one. <laughs> oh, it's a good oh. thing our, our dock is barely big enough for this boat. Uh, we have a big boat. I cannot lie. Uh, so you're single, right? What? Lucky, you just met the girl. Yeah. Oh, Lucky. Nice. Oh, oh my name's Astrid. Oh, Astrid. 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 My name's Jerry. Ignore what that ugly lady said. That's just like a term of endearment, you know. Like he calls me ugly lady, I call him Lucky. Yeah. Oh, I'm really bad at cards. Okay. So it's kind of, you know, it's like a joke. Joke right, name. Well, nice to meet you, Jerry. Oh, we're using fake names now? I'm the captain. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Mina. Hello. Uh, if you'd like, I can lead you. Yeah. It's a lot of stairs. Sometimes they're a little bit slippery at the bottom here. Uh, oh, a lot of stairs. How uh, wonderful. Are you going to be good, man? There's really no other, other way up unless you want to take your boat up the locks and around and ford the river. All right, let's do that. <laughs> What's that, like an extra couple days or what? No, we, you can do this. There's just a couple at a time. Sit down and take a break. 
have uh, Lynn give you a snack to bring. Uh, oh, actually, those little tiny snacks that she make will probably actually help you power through quite a bit. I don't think we've ever actually tried something like that before with you. All right. So in, instead of like pocket pies, these are kind of like finger pies where like you put the olives on the tips of your fingers and you can just like eat them off like that. Mm-hmm. They're little pieces. They're little, little strips of jerky that I'm going to put on every step and you'll follow them like E.T. Re- reading Reese's Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little boy. All right. All right. I can do that. I tug, I tug on uh, on Bruno's leg and I say, you make sure you tip this nice lady. All right. Yeah. Give her a good tip. Uh, get less stairs. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, no. Uh, use gold for your uh, your fishing lures, right? That'll catch a lot of fish. That's oh, now give her the gold for it. No, that's like it's like almost a gun. <laughs> Everything's measured in guns now. <laughs> And it's like half a gun. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. She's like, well, I can catch some fish later. I can take you to town. Yeah, that'd be great, Astrid. All right, follow me. She heads up and you see it's like a winding uh, like staircase that circles up through the canyon here. Uh, it's a bit slippery, slick, but there is a rope um, like railing around the outside wall. Right. Hold on to, but you do have to ascend up 350 feet. Oh, my God. Around 250 feet, I'm going to stop putting jerky and see if he keeps going because he's learned how to climb (laughs) stairs or if he still needs the encouragement. Oh, every stair we should have been using a clicker when he got that Mm. food reward. Mm. Yep. Nuts. (laughs) Uh, Just fire off around Mina every stair. (laughs) Even for Mina, this is pretty exhausting. You know, hundreds of stairs. Oh, my goodness. It takes a while. My glutes are burning. Yeah. You got I'm pretty much on all fours at this point. <laughs> climbing like a dog. Astrid, you've got to have pretty stellar calves from climbing these stairs all the time, yeah? Oh, yeah. I try not to do it too often. It is a lot. Huh. I told you we should have just went around with the boat. This is I too mean, much. We've come too far now to go back. You don't have to walk down all those stairs. Bruno's sweating so much, even though the inside here is pretty cool. I'm just putting a fatigue condition on my character sheet now. So. <laughs> I was thinking about having people make an endurance test to see if they'd be fatigued from this. <laughs> Bruno, yours is uh, very hard. Yeah. No, nope. <laughs> just going to add that right now. <laughs> Are we actually making those tests? So Astrid, tell me about the town you live in. Uh, I would, I'm not going to, I'm not really going to make you do that. I think you, if you needed to stop to take a, a breath, you can. Gotcha. No problem. And then, you know, don't worry about falling or anything because there's that rope. It just takes a while and is tiring. Hmm. So when people I'm, see Doc here, why, why do they... Catch my legs. Why do they end up coming here? What's what's the reason for the season of uh, stopping by Unterbaum? Oh, yeah. Uh, people come... No, they don't come by Unterbaum too much. Usually they're, they're heading further east on the stir there. Uh, they take the locks up and they stay at the end of the, the end of the Roaring Falls on the other side. Oh, uh, and then they continue on. But sometimes people stop here. They like the rural place, I guess. Yeah. You know, we got a village in the in the middle of the forest here, a little clearing. OK, nice little place. Do you have a big family? Me? Yeah. yeah. A few. How many is a few? Uh, two brothers. Is all. Oh. No, he's he's asking how many cousins. So like how many like suitors do you have? Yeah. How many cousins? I don't know. I don't keep track. Mm. Sounds like a lot of competition. There's a few hundred people here. A few hundred. Okay. It's a lot of cousins. Yeah. How old are you? (laughs) That's a little forward, huh? Uh, Is it? I think I've had 16 summers. I'm 16 too. Wow, oh. that's super crazy. Are you single? Uh, yeah. Me too. That's so that's so weird. Um, do you drink broth? Do, uh, <laughs> sometimes in, in in the stew. Oh, we're pretty much the same person. That's that's super cool. It's been super nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, you you too. 
Well, we'll, we'll once we get to town, we'll, we'll make sure you um, y'all have a bite to eat. We gotta observe the, the necessities of hospitality and all. Oh yeah, yeah. Where where's the closest of uh, inn? Right, the, the inn, the Roaring Falls, over there. All right. We don't really got an inn in town, but I'm sure there'll be a place you guys can stay. As long as they serve food. Yeah, I mean, food, mm. I, I've heard, is good. Do you eat food? Yeah. A couple mm. times a day, usually. Lucky, Whoa. you're doing great. A couple times a day? I did. Yeah, I was hoping to get some fish down there, but they weren't really doing today. Now compliment her eyes. Your eyes are asymmetrical. I don't know what that means. Okay. It means they're both unique. Oh. Oh, no one's ever told me that before. I, I'm a doctor. I notice these things. Very well off. I'm a doctor. Oh. Oh, good. Maybe somebody in town might need your help. I'm going to pat your arm very tenderly and say, your technique is really coming along. <laughs> I'm getting really good at this. This is the furthest I've ever gotten before. She's still walking with us. Uh, so you get to the top of the stairs after, we'll say, like half an hour or so. Wow. It takes a while. You guys got to stop a few times, especially for Bruno. You know, everybody's got to catch their breath and whatnot. Right. And you come out to the top here, and now you're at the top of the gorge. The falls are still pretty loud from here. You can see them both. Uh, and you can see across the way, it's a clear day at the moment. You can see a couple buildings in the distance. Uh, that she tells you is the end of the Roaring Falls, and you can see the lock that kind of curls up from the south uh, around to the east to meet up with the River Stir. Uh, and you see there's a path here. Uh, the path branches off to follow the river to the uh, southwest, or it branches off into the woods. And she tells you it's about a mile walk, a little more than a mile walk into the, the woods to Unterbaum. All right. Don't you have like a, a wagon or something like some sort of coach? I tell nope. you, all those stairs were so bracing. I could walk just about forever. Uh, the, but this part's easy because it's pretty much flat. I mean, do you have a barrel? A barrel? Yeah. Not dead nope. yet. Well, no, I just. <laughs> fair. All right, fair. Right. Yeah. So Sorry, she I, just kind of takes off. Not not takes off, but she kind of like practically skips her way into the woods. Oh, until she's very comfortable here. This <laughs> better not be a trap. Uh, I mean, I don't think you can trap doctors. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. They 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 have to tell you that they're doctors before you can trap them. Mm -hmm. Oh, nuts! I told her I was a doctor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're probably walking into a trap then. Ah. Uh, Nuts. <laughs> but on the other hand, it looks like Bruno's about to die. <laughs> That's because of the stairs. Okay, so you walk for about a mile through the woods here. It's not very, very different woods than you were last in over by in Vickendorf, where it's not like that weird oppressive. You don't see any weird mushrooms. Um, it's pretty bright right now. Um, the leaves are starting to turn a little bit. So you see yellow trees here and there and hmm. orange trees once in a while. Some of them have some of their leaves are changing, but nothing. They're certainly far. We're a little ways from peak. So uh, does it still feel like funny in here? Like, do my elbows still itch? Yeah. Oh, wait, really? This is. Yeah. Oh, that hasn't gone away, huh? Hmm. huh. I don't like that. The, uh, the foliage here is, is pretty, pretty. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah. Feels like something's watching you, though, no? Like, yeah, it's just right over your shoulder. Yeah, it kind of does. strange. It does feel like that. I don't like it. Uh, so after about a mile or so, you come to a large clearing that's like a mile across. Uh, more or less like a circle and you see this town um, surround uh, on a little bit of a hillock surrounding one huge oak tree. Hmm. Wow. Wow. And some fields surrounding uh, oh, like crop I bet that place has a great view. And you see, you know, a few dozen people kind of milling about on about their daily stuff. 
That's true. I'm gonna scamper right in. How old is this tree? Oh, the big oak? Um, I don't know. Probably two, three hundred years old, maybe. It's like the biggest, the single biggest tree you've ever seen. Yes, probably. it's enormous. No, I'm not used to big trees. Around Seastat and then being on the river for so long. It's incredible. No one ever just made your town around it instead of cutting it down. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm going to take your hand and say, Mina, come on, let's see it up close. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. There's not almost 100 people here. Okay. I said a couple hundred before. Yeah. Not quite a hundred. Well, we'll get to the people when we're done with the tree. So you see the, the if you walk up to the tree, there's all kinds of carvings in it. Some of the carvings look similar to what you saw on those giant megaliths. Others are like in Reichspiel. You see like, you know, initials in a heart, that kind of thing. And, yeah. and um, you see the symbol of Raya in the tree a lot. Mm. The, those antlers you see carved regularly. Oh, that's pretty good, right? There's people outside of Vikendorf for yeah. followers of Raya. So we're probably in a good spot here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see, um, it doesn't feel that way, but Astrid walks up to the tree and she touches one of the the symbols of the antlers and she says a little something you assume would be a prayer to Raya. It could be. So maybe we feel like we're being watched because it's like nature. And we're so surrounded by nature that it's like mm. the spirits of nature watching it. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it's not so bad. It's just um, not. Oh, and I don't feel it because I'm too small for the spirits to see. Right. Mm. It's, it's they don't understand the personal bubble. So they're just watching us. Right. The they try to look at me, but they get stopped by all the tall people around yeah. me. They never get down that far. Yes. <laughs> the air definitely smells too clean. Like, yeah, it's almost stop. like crisp. Yeah, it's kind of gross. It is gross. It really puts you on edge. It is very crisp. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm like, you know what I mean? The you air smell that urine smell. Yes, that's it, what it is. It doesn't sting. Right. Things do seem very clean here. It seems like almost an, like an opposite of Vickendorf in a mm. lot of ways. This would be a great place to settle down and start a family. You see um, like pigsties and goat pens and all kinds of living things. I mean, but they look normal. That's why that's why it's so weird. <laughs> and there's not like people on top of people on top of people like mm -hmm. Altdorf, right? Mm -hmm. Like all these buildings look, they're like one story. <sighs> right. It's like you got to build that stuff up at least three stories and have it fall on top of by the next building over. None of these like, people are fighting dogs for food either. Right. This kind of doesn't make sense. This is kind of a backwards town. Uh, Astra says, uh, just just wait a minute. I'll go get uh, Vorster and we can have you uh, introduce proper. Sounds great, Astrid. Thank you so much. Mm. And she skips off towards a collection of buildings. They're all like log cabins. No, no, more like I leaning on the other one. No, it's they're all single-story thatch roofs. Uh, any of them look like the inn? No. Golly. She told you there's not an inn in the town, just on the stir. You came to the wrong town. Yeah. I yes, got... but she's such a pleasant little tour guide. She is, but... She's perky. This is a bad place. You know what I mean? Like, it's both really safe and then really... I don't... I just don't trust it. Oh, you just need to unclench. You've been, you you've been uh, you've been standing like you had a a rod on your spine for ever since we got off the boat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Just yeah. come take a walk with me. I'm gonna grab him by the other arm, and I'm just gonna take a walk around the tree to try to calm him down. <laughs> All right. I like it. So you move or you go around the tree. I assume those are just kind of waiting uh, as you come back around the huge trunk. You see Astrid walking over with a guy with a log on his shoulder who looks kind of like a fairly burly dude. Wow. And what's his name again? Vorster. Hubba hubba. <laughs> He's got a, a thick brown beard. He's wearing simple brown and green clothes. Um, He's got like a, a hand axe on his hip. Uh, and can, the, the log he's carrying seems very freshly cut. 
and he kind of walks up to you guys and he throws the log on the ground. <coughs> oh, welcome. Astra here tells me you're coming through. Yeah. That's yeah. correct. We're headed to the barren hills. Oh, the hills, eh? Well, uh, come come here. We, um, you know, the blessings of Raya. We I mean, before we uh, talk much, we need to fill your bellies. I'm have some dinner. That's what I'm talking about. That's wow. not so bad. Yeah, Bruno. Okay. We need yeah, many small to many small plates. Welcome to the night, of course. We got a, a cabin ready uh, for passers-by such as yourselves. And Don't have to sleep, sleep in the crow's nest again. That's good. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll invite Cora Breath, and we can talk about uh, dissuading you from going over the barren hills. Not, not a great place to go. Dissuade us <clears throat> from... We've got, uh, we've got some... Uh, business in the Barren Hills that uh, business uh, around these parts. It's business. I I promise you can figure some. You can find your business somewhere else. There, you don't want to be going to the Barren Hills, and nobody goes there. No one. Well, not no one. True. Core breath goes sometimes. Fighting nerves and things. Oh, I as a doctor. I need herbs too, so that's why we're here to go to the Barren Hills to get herbs. Oh well, I guess oh, I know we herbs. Get too too nitty yes. gritty with it. Let's go. Yeah, come come with me. Man, this place is so nice. We slaughtered so a nice. hog yesterday. We got plenty of ham. Ham bacon is really good. Yeah. <gasps> All right, lead the way. Lead the way. An animal grown on land. You're going to feed me a land animal. Yeah. Maybe we got some fresh <gasps> potatoes too. I, okay, you guys go. I will stay here forever. Potatoes, starch <laughs> water. Potatoes, land animal. Not on the river anymore. Okay. <sighs> Why do we have to go to the Barren Hills again? Sigmar, take me. <laughs> again, there's no one on the street corner yelling about how Sigmar is going to smite us all. This this place is weird, guys. No flagellants anywhere. <laughs> No? You could be that guy. <sighs> I mean, you could be. You could be that guy. You could be the Captain Carl. The Captain Carl? Well, yeah, because the guy that was doing that, his name was Carl, too. Yeah. Right. But, like, you're a right. captain. <laughs> you could be captain with a K. But yeah. I would be, like, the worst, better Captain Carl. I, I don't Too much. Yeah, there's yeah. a long title. Mm-hmm. It's a bit long, sweetie. I, anyway, what can we provide? For all, I mean, this is a lot. We're not used to oh, no, actual no, hospitality. No, 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 no. As followers of Raya, it's important to welcome hearth and home to, to travelers and make sure that people have a place to stay. Right here, this cabin. You you need to stay for the night. That's fine. You can use this building here. Well, uh, I'm gonna. Have, I'll bring over some food in just a moment. All right. Okay. Look, Let me gather some up. Don't look a seahorse in the mouth. Right. Right. Yeah, just take it, saddlebags, and run. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. I gotta say, every interaction that we've had with followers of Ryer has been pretty stellar. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> followers of Sigmar, on the other hand, not so much. I mean, Us, outside Bruno, they've all kind of been dicks. That is a half the part of your Sigmar worshippers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Never come up before. <laughs> uh, well, he shows you to a nice little log cabin. It's really simple. It's only a couple rooms. A couple rooms? Like more than one room? Like there's one big room that has like um, kind of like a sitting area with like a dining table. Very simple Next table. you going to say it has indoor plumbing. A little kitchenette. Uh, and then there's like one dividing wall. And the other room it has a few beds in it. Oh, wow. But oh, there's a fireplace. All right. So let's get into it. Are these beds stackable? Nah, they don't. They look like, um, oh, what's it? The like hay beds. Like they're not. They got like a frame. They have a bit of a frame, but they don't look like they would be sturdy enough to pick up and put on top of another. Right. That's what. And they're very low. That's what it is. Everything. Everything was too perfect. I'll probably collapse on one of the beds after that long walk up the stairs and long walk 
to oh, this town. Oh, no, yeah. all of that sweat is going to seep Probably. into the hay. Probably collapse the bed, too. So <laughs> you just fall right through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got a hay bed on the floor. This always happens. Yeah. Does it? It does. It happens a lot often, more often than I care to admit. Mm. That's why I don't mind the uh, hammock. Like, yeah, it may stretch. Yeah, my gut may like. So do you. <laughs> Yeah, my arms may like drag across the floor at night, but you know. Yeah, that doesn't make you any less deserving of love. I should have brought a hammock. I could have strung it up and I could have bunk bedded that hammock. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not a wizard anymore. Just think you're way up higher than you were on the boat. Oh, yeah. You hundred yeah. feet. We'll see. <laughs> see how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you guys are chatting and Bruno's flumping on the bed, you hear a knock on the door. Who is it? Hey, Corbreath. Uh, oh, Corbreath. Yep. He's here. Cornbreath it is. <laughs> I open the door. Welcome to the cabin you provided for us. Oh, hello. I heard we had some visitors. My name is Dr. Jerry Crumpet. We've heard a lot about you, uh, Cora Breath. Oh, you did? Did you just did you just get here? Well, I mean, apparently, uh, wind travels fast or something. I don't know. Did you mean news? Yes, that one. Oh, he has a bird. <gasps> he does? He has a raven on his shoulder. I have a duck in my coat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Cora Breath looks like a man of the wilderness. Very much so. He's got a long brown do. beard, long brown hair. See, like that He's got a big wizard. floppy hat. He, he definitely has yeah. Radagast the Brown vibes. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, he's got this bird on his shoulder, a raven uh, that you can tell is with him all the time, and he's wearing uh, browns and greens. He's got like a bunch of pouches on his belt. Hmm. Sir, so nice to meet you. May I please feed your bird? Uh, yeah, sure. Sky Score Soar loves eating out of people. I saved things. the tiny croissant. Oh. Oh, no. These are the ones for animals. It's peanut butter and meat. Oh, I'm sure he will like that much. The raven flop lands on your arm and <gasps> picks it out of your hand. Oh, my goodness. Well, Vorster told me we had some visitors. I brought some wood for your fire. I figured I'd start that for you. Oh, thank you so much. That would be incredible. We'd love to watch you work. None of the fires that we've started have ended particularly well. Uh, you do notice that he's wearing a necklace uh, that has the antlers hmm. symbol on it. Mm-hmm. And he goes and he starts to prepare the fire in your hearth. So, so I hear you want to be heading up to the Baron Hills, hmm? Yeah. 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 Mm. So I can imagine what might bring you that way, but uh, we could discuss that over dinner. I understand Vorster's bringing some over momentarily. Yeah, that would be great. So you've been up to the Baron Hills before? Unfortunately, I have a few times. Why unfortunately? Why is that a bad place to go? Mm. We could talk about it over dinner. Okay. Uh, so what do you... Uh, you know, are you single? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't want to ask. <laughs> I'm being our wingman. Right. Um, yeah, yes, I have been. By choice or uh, just by by happenstance? Hmm. I mean, a few words. Uh, I have some barren hills you could travel. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm sorry, not me. I know of some barren hills you could travel that you could forge for herbs in. Hmm? Um, Lynn, I don't really know what to do from here. No, you don't seem to. That's all right. Go sit down, sweetie. I've got it from here. Mr. Corbreth, what? Um, you have a wonderful community here. What? What is your position in it? If I may ask. Oh, I'm the village priest of Raya. Wonderful. Hmm. Now, Raya being uh, so grounded in nature, is there like a, a, a proper temple or is like the forest? Oh, temple? yes, we're in her temple. 
the great oak tree in the middle of town often serves as a place of sermon and worship. I have great uh, reverence for that tree. It's remarkable to see something it like that. Oh, here's Forster now. And Forster comes in. He's carrying like a big basket and he pots, puts the food on the table and he's like, oh, I managed to find a quite a lot. Wow. That's that's a considerable bounty. Hey, let's gather. We'll gather around and eat and talk about what what might be going on here and try to, as I said before, maybe we can uh, maybe Corbreth and I can dissuade you from this fool's errand to the Barren Hills. And Corbreth is. Oh. <laughs> Corbreth, you you seem brave and strapping enough to brave the barren hills yourself. Surely it can't be all that bad. Mm, I have been. Don't like it. Hmm. It's not a nice place. Worcester starts, like, setting out the food, putting Hmm. out plates. There's bread and he's, you know, there's um, steaming potatoes and fresh ham. Potatoes. Do I notice anything off about the food? It smells really good. Oh, that is off. <laughs> That's weird. No. Yeah, once again, I don't. I mean, there are not people puking in corners. Ideally, food tastes great and smells terrible so that other people don't take your food. It's <laughs> mm. actually a good idea. Right. Halfling wisdom. I didn't have to pick any maggots out of this. I don't know if I trust this. No, it all yeah. seems super fresh. Right. And good to go. So you just all sit around the table, start digging in. Vorster and Cora Breath take small portions. They don't seem like they're going to eat a ton because the whole point is to be, you know, the hospitality of it and feeding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. feeding visitors. And Vorster says, tell me, what's bringing you to the Barren Hills? And we'll find out what you guys talk about next time. Love. Believe in a thing. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for role-playing entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of perilous lore, where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. 